0: welcome to the understory podcast understory features innovations and innovators who are trying to make our world more sustainable today i am really excited to have jessica Camus, who's part of diginex solutions to be with us and we'll talk more about what they're building and what jessica is focused on jessica welcome to the understory podcast give us more about your introduction and uh, what are you building
1: yeah, sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so, um, yes, yeah, so I'm Jessica Camillo. I'm Chief Corporate Affairs Officer at Diginex Solutions. Um, we are world's uh, leading impact technology company um, with roots in Hong Kong and operating today on a global basis. Um, so I've joined Diginex in 2018 um, when we were part of a larger digital assets firm. Um, and whilst the majority of the company was focused on building and digital asset exchange, The team I joined, headed by Mark Blick, was specifically focused on digitizing worker contracts to enhance transparency in global supply chains. So I spent um, the first two years um, together with the team to successfully build out our supply chain business, working with organizations like the United Nations, the British Department of Foreign Affairs, and global brands and partnering organizations in implementing the supply chain solution in over eight countries. But earlier last year, we spun off the parent company, who in September 2020 went public on Nasdaq. But we stayed private and really continue to focus on the core mission of delivering impact at scale. Now, about 18 months ago, um, I initiated the idea of leveraging the same core technology we were using with our supply chain work to support small and mid-cap enterprises in collecting and sharing their ESG data. So what I was essentially seeing was the possibilities of what technology and specifically blockchain technology could do for enhancing trust and transparency amongst different parties. But I also took a lot of um, my inspiration from my previous work uh, at the World Economic Forum and having led a boutique consultancy advising folks like the World Bank and the German government and small and mid-cap enterprises in sustainability strategy and ESG reporting.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for that introduction. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, what you mentioned uh, using blockchain to achieve transparency. um, And tell us more about how you're taking that to the ESG world and why is that important?
1: Sure. Um, So just to give you a little bit of background around the solution. So um, DigiNex ESG is essentially a sustainability reporting solution. And the way that it works, it's um, uh, as a first step. A company typically fills out a a self-assessment form. Um, And based on the information it enters around the corporate profile, the platform suggests a list of material topics, as well as the relevant um, ESG reporting framework. So it includes, for example, the GRI, SASB, TCFD. So those are a couple of frameworks that, that you might be familiar with, but that are certainly leading um, in, in the ESG space. Um, then there is the, a specific function that allows um, the users to collect their data in a, in a very kind of collaborative process. So they invite team members Um, They can also upload supporting uh, documentation and contextual information. And all the data inputs are being recorded on the blockchain. Um, And it's important that it's on the blockchain because it therefore leaves an immutable audit trail, um, which is particularly useful when it comes to um, external certification or, for example, non-financial audits. So the ability for multiple parties to view who has entered the data at what point in time, um, really uh, creates that transparency um, in uh, the fact that there was uh, some governance behind the process um, of the ESG uh, data collection and, and the validation.
0: Yeah, that makes that make a lot of sense. And I think for our audience who are not really familiar with the assessments, Jessica, you're talking about just given your experience in the ESG space, your current work and prior work, um maybe can you give us an example of you know assessment that a company or a global company needs to do with suppliers?
1: Yeah, so um so the way that we're approaching uh this in the platform is really aligning with the global reporting framework. So I mentioned a couple like the global reporting initiatives framework um, that can be used by large companies, smaller companies, um, but it's really there for uh for a company to share its impacts um on the uh the impact that it has on the environment and, and society and also report on its governance processes. Um, so when it comes to the assessments, um, there is one level of the assessment um, entails uh, in in the uh, in our technology itself is for the company to share a, a, a couple of um, inputs as it relates, for example, to the industry. Um, the companies from uh, the the geographic location, the size, whether it's public or private, um, and and so forth. And based on the data inputs, the platform generates um, the list of material issues. So those issues that uh, are most relevant for the company. And these can then be refined through different stakeholder consultations. So we always uh, encourage a company then to take another step forward to really consult and understand what issues matter the most. When it comes to um, the use of uh, assessments in supplier networks, what we are seeing um, is that a lot of large enterprises um, are now being, you know, uh, say somewhat pressured um, by uh, new government regulations being introduced, um, for example, in Europe by their consumers, um, but also investors. Um, to report on its impacts, not just um, those that are within its immediate uh, boundaries, but really reaching down into their supply chain and making sure that the right, um, you know, the right measures are taken to prevent, for example, uh, any forms of of modern slavery that very much relates um, to our supply chain work. But also um, when it comes to the environmental um, side um, to actually report on, you know, scope one, two and three, are really assessing their footprint beyond their immediate corporate boundaries. Um, And in order to surface that type of information, it's really important, therefore, for the multinationals to work closely with their suppliers. Um, And in many instances, they request um, uh, supplier assessments and that data then feeds uh, straight into uh, reporting solutions like ours.
0: And when you go to clients and... uh describe, Jessica, what you just described, and, and essentially kind of tell them, hey, this is a different way of um, collecting SG data, uh, understand how uh, your company's uh, practices um, meet or not meet uh, certain assessment criteria that uh, are certainly today guidances, not, not regulations. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are some of the receptions that you get from clients and what are some of the challenges you see from clients today um, that they didn't really anticipate uh, as they build their ESG uh, capabilities?
1: Yeah, great question. So the the, the, the target um, clients that that we are looking at are companies with um, no or very limited reporting experience. Um, so typically smaller companies that don't have sustainability um, practices in place or cannot afford um, to hire an army of sustainability consultants, and they're also very often overwhelmed. Um, by this fast evolving kind of ESG reporting landscape. So yeah. don't necessarily know to where to start or what framework to use. So the, the, what we are offering at, at the core of our solution is really making this sustainability reporting process simple, cheap, um, and, and fast. Um, so by simple, um, what we mean there is that uh, the platform offers step-by-step guidance, so there is a heavy educational component um, from the moment where the user um, onboards to the platform all the way through the generation of the report, we guide them through the process in the platform, and therefore there, we, we don't expect any of our um uh, platform users to have any previous reporting experience. When it comes to the element of of, of cheap, um, we are quite proud to say that, you know, we're offering this solution at 99 US dollars per user per month. Um, so it's roughly like 95% cheaper than any um, ESG reporting. Yeah. Solution currently in the market, and we're really doing this in the in the spirit of democratizing ESG reporting. So we do want to offer a solution to those companies um, that that cannot afford, you know, spending 100k per per year um, combined on you know the the external support that's often required in uh, the selection of material topics and and the design of the report. Um and, and cannot navigate that that complexly. And then when it comes to fast, um, I think that you know what we have seen from the clients that, that we have onboarded thus far, it really cuts down the time to reporting and it also reduces um you know uh, uh room for error, um, given that clients don't need to, you know, share uh various Excel sheets um and 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 Word documents and then try yeah. and comp- Compared it back so um, those are a couple of of the pain points that we have seen and that that we are looking to solve with this solution by, by making it simple cheap and, and fast
0: yeah no that's great and um, you know you talk about a lot of companies that uh, need to really start their ESG journey and mm-hmm. yet they don't really have necessarily the resource or even um, kind of the organizational structure or uh, the, the practice to figure out where to start. So if, if you were, uh, if DigiNex or, or uh, you know, talking to uh, the, these companies um, and they have this question, how, how would you advise them uh, with respect to, you know, where to start, um, you know, uh, on, on ESG journey? Is it getting data first? Is it, uh, you know, where to start to build the ESG capability?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, our platform really lays out this process in different okay. steps. What, what what we have seen is that many times that's exactly the question they're are struggling with, um, and the process. It almost feels sometimes it's you know being purposefully left um, a little bit of a of a black black box process. So we're yeah. making it very explicit. And um, the way that we um, uh, engage and onboard the, the client to the platform is starting with um, uh, the, the self-assessment and then identifying the issues that uh, that are material um, to its operations. So that's very important. I think that's typically the first start is really understand what issues matter to me as a company, um, to my bottom line, but also to the stakeholders, the broader set of stakeholders that, that I'm engaging with includes investors, regulators, um, consumers, um, but also employees. Um, So doing this this assessment um, um, with the uh, list of material issues that's been uh, suggested through the platform is typically the first step. Um, And as part of that, that process, we identify what's the target audience or what's the main purpose of you as a company reporting? Are you looking to report the data um, to your financial um, financial audience, to your investors and shareholders? Um, or are you looking to report to that broader set of stakeholders? Um, and depending on those responses and depending also on, um, I'd say the, the geographic location or whether or not you are listed as a company on a specific stock exchange, we will guide you to the use of, of, of the appropriate reporting frame um, so, for example, we um, we direct a lot of companies that are first timers that are looking to report a broad set of ESG data points uh, to a fairly large audience to the use of GRI. Um, whilst we would be, you know, guiding a, a, a customer that's much more geared towards uh, financial, uh, financial audience, and and you know, for example, be based in the US um, uh, with a heavy uh, industry focus, we would guide them to the use of of the SASB framework. So, but that's that's kind of the, the decision points where any um, you know specific inputs that we we ask this platform spells out the the, the correct kind of path that we would suggest our clients to take
0: interesting great um last question um actually i am actually curious because jessica i know you're based in europe do you see that uh, europe is more advanced uh in adopting usg frameworks and uh guidance uh, compared to us
1: I think the Europe is uh, a- a- accelerating with the new um, EU taxonomy and regulations. Um, it's it's significantly accelerating. Um- uh, the, the regulatory frameworks which is putting a lot of pressures on on larger enterprises to, to ramp up their game but it's also being felt by by the smaller uh, companies that, that are looking to access um, sustainable uh, finance uh, vehicles and and that are supplying into larger enterprises so the europe europe is very much at the forefront um mm-hmm. and but i do think globally in what we are soon to be living in the post-covid environment um, there is an acceleration of sustainable finance with the growth of government stimuli in various mm-hmm. countries um, going into sustainable fi- finance vehicles. Um, and this also concerns the U.S. Um, and I do think with, with the new administration, um, there is new impetus specifically when it comes to climate-specific reporting.
0: Thank you for that perspective. And where can customers and partners find uh, more information about what you just shared and see a demo and get more information.
1: Yeah um, I very much encourage anyone who's listening to this podcast to get in touch, there there are multiple ways Um, you can either send an email to support at diginex slash esg.com you can follow us on uh, social media Um, I'd recommend on LinkedIn Um, go to diginex solutions, you can reach out um, uh, to, to myself, um, Jessica Camus on, on LinkedIn as well. Um, or you can go to our website, diginex ESG.com. But, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from, from anyone, um, and, and happy to take folks through, through a demo.
0: Jessica, thank you so much for sharing more information about the Diginex solution, uh, product in ESG. And, uh, Really look forward to see um, kind of the impact that you guys are making. Jessica Kamu, Chief Corporate Affairs Officer at uh, DigiNex Solutions. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, JJ. Pleasure speaking today. Bye.